there are so many podcasts in the world and not enough time to listen to them. Some sound professionally made, some sound like a hot mess, and some just sound made up. On our show, we highlight these less listened to podcasts. This is Made Up Talk Show. Hey, welcome to Made Up Talk Show. This is Richard Kristoforski. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get your show on. Go play. All that glitters is Richard. Hey, I'm Jessica. That was very nice. Jessica Coyle. Coyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle name, Brady. Yeah. And you all should know my confirmation names if you're true fans. Yeah, my middle name is uh, James. Did we? Did we? Uh, we went over your confirmation names already, right? Yeah, I have two: Francis, Cabrini, Catherine. I was the last one that the bishop let have two, and I think you're Anthony. Yeah, that's right. Hey. That's right. That's right. I, I had uh, no effort went into picking that, and I, I didn't even understand the full impact of picking it or why I should pick it. No, you just thought, who will be my future shaman? <laughs> this is some background information, folks. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't have, who, uh, no coincidences, right? Yep, no, yep, coincidences. Yep, no coincidences. Uh, uh, Jessica, what is uh, your two-sentence life update? Uh, got two types of Cheetos because I got tired of one. <laughs> That's one. Um, the other one is, oh, gosh. Oh, the semester's almost over. That's my two. How about yourself, Richard Anthony Christoforsky? <laughs> Richard, Richard James. Where did the confirmation come first? Jessica Brady, Francis Cabrini, Catherine Coyle. After the middle name, Richard James Anthony Christoforsky. Yeah, there we go. So my my like I can be Arjack. Mm, oh sure, <laughs> you are. And you can say, if somebody asks you to say, "Hey, Arjack," yeah, I'm jacked. That can be your pickup line at the bars once they're opening. <laughs> That's no, how I you'll do it. I don't. I don't need that at all. But thank you. Oh, confidence. Um, l- Life, life updates. Um, in two sentences, uh, I, I, I forgot how this segment worked for a moment. Wow. Okay. This is episode twenty-five. <laughs> it's up there. Yeah. All right. It's, okay. it's up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm feeling good. Great. I got those two. Okay, you forgot two. how it works and feeling good. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very good. All right. Um, well, I wish I could ask you more about why you're feeling good, although I have insider knowledge as do I. Um, but I cannot ask on the podcast because we are joined by an illustrious guest, Louis, middle name unknown, Confeld. Hey. Oh, thank you very much. Wow. Wow. I've never been in a more Catholic environment than this. <laughs> you didn't grow up in Cincinnati, Ohio. Throw a rock, you'll hit a saint. It's ridiculous. Well, I guess not. No, no, no. Mm, that's where they uh, all come from. Do you have a middle name, Lewis? Aaron. Aaron. Oh. Well, we're super excited that you're here to join us, Lewis Aaron Kornfeld. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. This is this is this is great. Well, Lewis is uh, many things. Uh, number one, I would say a man who reads a book on a train. Uh, uh-huh. That is uh, number two, a man who teaches an improv class. Number three, a man who does a two improv show. Uh, and number four, a father, a father of Levi, a boy we've heard about before. This and there's is, the mom. <laughs> yes, that's yes, yes. That, that is uh, that's that uh, that's her just screaming, screaming improv <laughs> notes to to lull my young son to sleep. Um, oh, beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. Thank you. All those things are true. Yes, thank you. Yes, uh, and a writer as well uh, for the truth. And uh, do you write for other podcasts as well, uh, Lois? Not right now, but I have written in the past. For I wrote for two two young adult shows uh lethal mm-hmm. lit and daughters of dc mm. uh, so those, that's my 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 big 
credit. Uh, but the truth mm-hmm. is, the truth is my ongoing side job. It's so good. Oh. The truth is a really excellent podcast. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, tell us about the truth. What what is that podcast about? It, it is an anthology series. the The original tagline for the show was "Movies for Your Ears." So the, the truth is one of the original generation of podcasts. Uh, it kind of broke out on the scene before podcasts made a big splash. Um, so it, it was one of the first uh, dedicated, well produced narrative fictional shows. Um, so it's it's an anthology series with a bent towards speculative fiction style stories. Uh, it's been described as kind of like Black Mirror. It's like a friendlier Black Mirror. There are funny episodes. It's It can get quite dark, but it's also lively. It, it, the tone really changes writer to writer, episode to episode. It does. I'm not, I personally, and no offense to anyone listening to this who is a, a part, of, part of the creative team of Black Mirror, but I, I don't personally enjoy the show. It leaves me feeling too sad and depressed all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's the goal. I think they'd be happy to hear that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, then take it as a compliment, if you will. But it, It's not yeah. Purple Mirror. Yeah. It's it leaves not me feeling Rainbow miserable. Mirror. That's true. It's Black Mirror. Yeah. That's true. I think they take offense. You have to say no offense. Black Mirror leaves me feeling more uh, enthusiastic and encouraged about the state of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Optimistic about tech. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, so you write for the truth and uh, you're still doing. So you've just finished a level four class, which means you're still doing. A, uh, how many Zoom classes are you are you teaching right now? Six. Ah, oh, life has barely changed. <laughs> that sounds like the same number you'd be teaching regularly, right? R- yeah, roughly. But uh, your classes are short these days. So if you want to mm-hmm. make any any kind of living teaching improv classes, you have Woof. to you have to yeah. teach as many of them as you can fit into your schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so it's two hours a night, six nights a week. What would you say the um, best thing about Im- uh, Zoom improv is? Um, not having to leave my apartment. Yes. Okay. Yes, All right. Yes. Less about the less about the yeah. uh, Zoom improv. <laughs> oh, you mean, oh, you mean you mean the improv itself and not the not. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the use of technology because I think a lot of people and and I felt this way too. Like doing the very first Zoom improv, I'm like, oh, I hate this. Mm. <laughs> like it's like it's it it misses so much of what I I love about the in person art form. So I'm curious for someone who performs it uh, weekly um, and who teaches classes um, after this experience, what what have you, what do you take away that you like from it? Uh, well, it's not nearly as bad as I thought it would be at first. Um, it Whoops, turns, it turns out, endorsement. Yeah. It, it turns out there's not, you know, there is a little bit missing, obviously, from the live mm-hmm. experience, but um, you can bridge that gap a, a lot more fully than I expected. So my biggest surprise with Zoom improv is it hasn't taken a huge amount of adjustment to mm. get to the point of watching people improvise good scenes and and still do all the stuff that I love, connect with each other and have have honest feeling, meaningful moments and, and listening really well, all that stuff. The, the big thing, obviously, is you don't have the energy of the room to connect with and, and, mm-hmm. and to feel that kind of rising twi- rising tide of, of communal of communal energy. Um, so, you know, that's a drawback. But one of the things I was most afraid of was my favorite thing about um, improvising is it, it because it has no sets and no props. It's all space work. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a, a big gap for the audience to project their own imagination into it. So it feels like a very collaborative kind of thing. And uh, you can actually you can actually duplicate something similar on Zoom, I found. So that's been a, a lovely surprise. 
I also That's like great. the uh, accessibility element of people who might not be able to either watch or participate in in improv on the stage, oh, especially yeah. since so many of the New York City stages are inaccessible. It is yes, that is true. It, 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 there is more of a sense of equity to mm-hmm. the Zoom room, and it's also nice that every class is now an international class, yeah. or, 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 or certainly a multi-time zone class. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have somebody. Uh, we had somebody from Korea on just last, just this week, and yeah. we have uh, someone from Singapore joining us. Uh, I think on Wednesday of this week. So yeah, it's really cool to be able to improvise with people around the world. That's yeah. Awesome. See, that's great, and that's not going to go away either. I I think that this is going to be a permanent fixture of the improv community. There's just always going to be a part of it that remains digital. So so now, you really have no excuse to not be part of the international community of improvisers, which is mm-hmm. a really great thing. So I, you know, I, I'm confident and optimistic that we'll see more cross pollination of ideas, broader range of styles. It's it's good. Yeah, there we go. We we got it. We yeah, came to it. There we go. It. That, we was, a, that was a nice, uh, honest, nice list of things that are good about Zoomprov and not just, you know, it's, you don't have to, you know. Yeah, no offense, sure. Black Mirror. We yeah, got it. we get it, Black Mirror. We got it. We're into tech now. Uh, Louis, do you listen to podcasts other than the truth? Sometimes. Not all. <laughs> Sad, sadly. Yeah, I hate it, well, but I listen. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint because I always feel like when people ask me if I listen to podcasts, it, it, it's the new embarrassment because everybody, oh, everybody listens. people don't. Every, oh, everybody I know has so many podcasts that they that they have. And then I have to I have to very sheepishly admit that I don't listen all the time. That's okay. Like, Richard, who was it that we had that was, oh, Vanita. Vanita Kumar, one of our lovely guests, was like, I've never listened to one. I don't really know what they are. <laughs> So no 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 it's fine. Do you are you more of a you're more of a book man as I mentioned. I'm are you a, reading anything good nowadays? I'm a book man. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm reading. Uh, yes, I, I'm reading a lot of. Uh, I'm on a philosophical bend right now, so I'm, I have, I have, uh, I have a small mountain of books on my desk that I'm all going through. Um, but I do. I did listen to a podcast recently that I liked a lot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Uh, What's that one? It is Chameleon. The story of the Hollywood, uh, uh, what's what called con queen, Hollywood con queen. Huh. Oh. Too enthusiastic. Thumbs up. <laughs> All right. C- critics, critics call it. Huh. huh. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. How did you come across that one? My wife. My wife, oh. unlike me, listens to loads and loads of podcasts. And true crime. Canadian true crime is her genre, as we recently learned. Very big into Canadian true crime, yes. Um, so this is in, a, in the genre of true crime, but not as, well, this is an upsetting podcast, but not as like violent as the stuff she's normally in. <laughs> okay. Great. Awesome. And, and you, uh, you, there's another one you're listening to that you brought for us specifically. Yeah. 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 What is, what is that one called? That, that's all things Star Trek to the Rathacon. All right. All things to Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan. All things, what is that all one? things Star Trek: to The Wrath of Khan. All things. Wait. Star, all say things Star Trek: to All things. All things Star Trek: to The Wrath of Khan. Okay, and what is this one about? Well, originally it was a uh, like a like a nerd kind of fanboy kind of show of just trivia about Star Trek: to The Wrath of Khan, um, but they opened it up into a like a call in mm. kind of show, and it ended up becoming uh, a very heartfelt kind of advice, life advice, relationship advice, all kinds of advice, wherein all of the uh, all of the answers to people's questions are related to the movie Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Wow. Oh, that's 
Fascinating. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, well, I haven't heard of this podcast. Jessica, have you heard of this podcast? No, I can't wait to listen. It's very niche. Sounds like it. <laughs> well, let's, let, that's, that's the whole point of our show is to elevate these less listened to podcasts. So let's take a listen to it uh, right now. Space, the final frontier. These are the ongoing conversations between your life problems and the plot and various intricate details of Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. You're listening to all things Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. I'm your host, Scotty. And to quote Kelsey Grammer, who did appear in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, not Kelsey Grammer, but to quote Fraser Crane, I'm listening. Uh, well, um, uh, I, I hesitate to, to just open up the lines. You've been getting a lot of calls from young moms, and yeah. I don't I don't know why. I don't know. Did you write something on a blog or something? Uh, no, I, I didn't write anything on a, on a blog. Um, well, the, okay, so, okay. So I, I kind of, okay. I got in it with a, an anti-vaxxer. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the, the moms are not happy. No, they're well, not happy. No, because I, I thought I thought the moms would be on my side because I was strictly. I mean, I was standing up against the anti-vaxxer. It wasn't a blog; it was a Facebook thing, and I chimed in. I shouldn't have because it was a stranger's Facebook thing, and I I should know better. But I chimed in on a on a stranger's Facebook because I, I don't even know how I did that. Is it a friend of somebody who I know on Facebook said something, and I chimed in, and I got involved in this argument about with an anti-vaxxer, and I stood up for vaccination, and I I thought. That moms, okay, so it was a mom conversation on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was a mom thread. Don't ask me how I, I it, one of those things. <laughs> I was wondering I, what rabbit hole you were going down where you were deep into a mom thread, Scott, but. It, it wasn't much of a rabbit hole. It was really two clicks and I was in a mom okay. thread, but but then it got you know pretty anti-vax. And so I stood up for, for vaccination. I really thought that the moms would would uh, would rise and applaud me. But um, it turns out there's a lot of um, differences of opinion in the mom group. So that's where that started. And then I, I repeatedly mentioned the name of my show in the in the in the thing. And, and okay. so that's that's why I'm getting so much. Um, All right. Well, it. we just I had to hang up on the somebody was just screaming into the phone and saying it's, you know, uh, there's you know what do you know what kind of chemicals are in there? I didn't even know what she was talking about. But then she said he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, I have crystals. You don't know. And I, I hung up the phone, but just that's why I don't want to open the lines. I'd rather do some more screening. I know you like the open door policy, but I do. I... Yeah, I do. Because I, I don't want it to be easy on me. I want it to be, I want to really have to be caught off guard by people. I, I want to have to, I like to feel, I like to feel the wheels spinning in my head by a really juicy question. And if someone's calling and, and I know that it's in my wheelhouse, I mean, I can give advice. I just don't feel like I'm giving advice. You know what I mean? I All feel right. like well, I'm. Can I... Can I have authority to cut off the, if it starts to get abusive, it's, yeah, if it starts to go off the rails, can I just cut them off? I don't want it to be abusive. Yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. But I do want it to be thoughtful. You know, I, I don't want to be just here for just my fans. I want to be here for people in general. You know, right. I, I, I want to do, to quote Leonard Nimoy, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it, it um, Oh, what is that quote again? The the good of the many outweighs the good of the few or the one, you know, and, and, and I like to think that that this show serves the many and not just the few, which would be my fans, you know, or the one, which would be me, a, a self-serving show. I don't want that to be either. So I want to serve the most number of people is what I'm saying, Lorraine. All right. Yep. Well, I and I want you to I, that's 
kind of my point of view too is that if we if we can filter out the screamers we can get to the true fans not not even fan, the people we can get to the people it's the non-screamers really i'm, I'm just happy yeah. with non-screamers we can disagree but you know just mm-hmm. the non-screamers hi this is uh stefano from the uh podcast uh next door i just want to apologize the leadership meetings going on you may be getting some some sound over i hope it's not affecting your recording at all it definitely is definitely really is i'd like to make a complaint to uh to the station about that okay okay well, we can we can file that complaint we can make it an official complaint uh i'll i'll, I'll get the forms and uh, i'll come back later i'll be able to slip them under the door um Stefano, can i ask why you're wearing a saint patrick's day hat it's march 16th yeah saint patrick's day is um 14th right two days ago ago. right right before this yeah i mean i I just figured it was a hat you could wear all the time i think green brings out my eyes it highlights my hair um and frankly i like this hat i like this hat a lot and i don't don't understand why we have to limit our uh, celebration of saint patrick's day to just the day why why can't we just celebrate saint patrick's on any day maybe this is my saint patrick's day You know, I'm going to have to file a complaint what? about no, that. I feel like on. I feel like I feel like that was against diversity and compliance. Well, I was just wondering if there was a party I was not invited to, or you know, something like that. I no, you were at the party two days ago. You know, I'm I'm reminded. I'm sorry to butt in here. I know this isn't my argument. I'm reminded of something that, that William Shatner said in mm-hmm. Star Trek: Two Rathacon as Admiral Kirk, and it's the scene where where Spock and McCoy are, are arguing and, and, and Admiral Kirk gets in between his friends and he says, gentlemen, please, you know, and just two, two words that stopped the conversation right there because it was a reminder to old friends that despite our differences of opinion, we're still on a common mission with each other. You know, we still have to get down to the root of who was jamming the signal from the regular one space station. And, you know, it, it didn't resolve the conflicts between McCoy and Spock, but it allowed them to get on with the mission. And I guess what I'm saying here to the two of you right now, and please, Andrea, pardon me, because I, I, for the, the implied sexism, I don't need to be sexism, but it's a quote from the movie. Gentlemen, please. You know what, Stefano? I shouldn't have said anything about your hat. Thank you. Thank you. What would be the joint mission? Because I, I feel like if, if it's recording podcasts, we're really going up against each other if the sound's bleeding over into your studio. Well, I think well, all boats gotta... rise with the tide, right? Yeah, it's also important that we're on like reasonably decent terms, so neither of our shows messes with the equipment, you know, out of like resentment right. or something. So, or like sneaking in overnight and changing the levels, or like you know, moving moving the tape. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, that would be bad. No, I would never do that. I, we wouldn't do that either. I yeah, once took right. an office Good. chair home because uh, it was more comfortable in my office chair. I'm just saying, but that was a, a different job. Different job. I'm just saying something that someone could do. To oh, okay. No, All not, right. not here. Okay. This was that was back when I was temping okay. at uh, PNG. But you have a history of sabotage. Oh, uh, did I? Did that sound like I was admitting to something? No. Um, forget. I, I hate anything. to interrupt here, but if I can just say, gentlemen, gentlemen please. please. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be back with that complaint oh, form, um, and I'll, I'll give you my copy of my complaint form. I'm, I'm still. I, I said it. I'm still going to follow right, the complaint. Well. But I, I thank you. Thank you for the apology. Well, we're going Ultimately. hot here in about two minutes, so uh, if you wouldn't mind just sliding it under the door, I don't want to um, interrupt the show. Thanks. Oh, man, shouldn't have said anything about the hat. That's just... okay. That's right. These complaint forms only go to us anyway. It doesn't really matter. Oh, that's a good point. It just it was the sideburns. You know what I mean? It was the, I saw it, too. The sideburns were connected to the hat. It was a comical I it. hat. I saw it. 
he doesn't just wear that hat. You don't just put on that hat. It, it looked like one of those Spencer gift tents yeah. at first. I wonder yeah. if he's trying it on like he's trying on a personality. You know what I mean? Like when you're in high school or, or college and you're like, oh, I'm the polka dot person now. Yeah. You know, that reminds me. I'm sorry to tie this back into I feel like I always do. Of course. This, that reminds me of <laughs> Kirstie Alley's portrayal of Lieutenant Savick and Star Trek II Rathacon. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just it's a really choice acting moment. I know it's not popular to come out in favor of Kirstie Alley these days mm-hmm. because of politics and what have you, but it's a really choice Kirstie Alley moment where at the very end, when Spock's body is laid out in the torpedo, and you see her holding back tears, and you realize this entire time she's been putting on an act of being this emotionless Vulcan, but really she has feelings after all. I just, I, I don't remember exactly how I got on this thread from what you just said, but it just, it feels like it connects. I, I have, it's been a minute since, you know, we started this a few years ago. I watched it then, but why was he on a torpedo? Well, that's a, that's a controversial question among the fans because, uh-huh. you know, they can't keep his body. They have to send his body into space. And yet we know that the ship is not only equipped with warp drive, but they're only seven days from planet Vulcan. So why did they shoot him out of, this is of course after Spock died. Why did they shoot him out of the torpedo bay onto the Genesis planet? Um, you know, I have my own theory. I think it has to do more with the uh, mechanics of trying to tug at the at the audience's heartstrings mm-hmm. than the logic of, of Star, Starfleet protocol. But uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say that uh, it was a touching gesture to a man that they that they would miss. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much. We are going to go live with these calls now. Are you uh, are you are you hot on the ones and twos? Are you all ready? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm all good. I can talk more about the torpedo if you. I would love after 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 after. Okay. Um, okay. All right. I'm going to go open up the lines if you want to. Okay. You're going live in three, two, one. Hello and welcome. This is all things Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. To quote the great Dr. Fraser Crane, uh, Kelsey Grammer in an episode of Star Trek TNG, by the way. I'm listening. Hi, this is Anna. Hi, Anna. Hi. Is this Scott? Yeah. Scott from the Facebook posts? Uh, Andrea? Uh, 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 hang on one second. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you want to go with this? or this? She's not screaming yet, so I don't... I guess that's true. Yeah, I did say no screaming, right? Okay. That was my uh, criteria. I can, I, can, I can cut her off, but... Uh, okay. No, well, call. let's see where this goes. Right, okay. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, Scott from the Facebook posts. I'm, I'm listening. I read your Facebook posts. Okay. I read all of them. Yeah. And then I had my husband come and my husband read them. Okay. And then I held my baby in front of the screen and though my baby, okay. Julius, can't read yet. Okay. I'm pretty sure Julius was pulling in that information. Can I just stop you for one second and ask, will this eventually relate to Star Trek to the Rathacon or, or are you about to yell at me? I, I promised myself and I, I promised my dog that I wouldn't yell because when I start yelling, my dog starts barking. Yeah. And then it's, it's just, it's, it's no good. Yeah. It's no good. Yeah. I, I just I just need to ask. I'm sorry, I got to cut you off and say that that reminds me. Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. It reminds me of the way that Khan's followers <laughs> respond to respond to his emotional cues. Like there's a certain sense where they're infected by his madness for revenge, his craving for revenge, and it just makes me think of the way that um, you know, on a very basic level, our dogs will 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 follow our lead. So if we're screaming, they'll scream. If we're angry they'll be angry if we're driven for a quest for revenge because we've been left to die on city alpha five by then captain kirk they will be driven by a quest for revenge because they were left to die on city alpha five by then captain kirk but if we remain calm if we remain 
focused, if we keep our cool. I guess what I'm saying is if you don't yell at me right now, I think everything will be fine. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't planning on yelling. It's great. Um also what does a dog scream what would a dog screaming sound sound like? Well I you'd have to tell me you're the one who has a dog. That's that's fair. That's a fair question. I just meant that the dog barks a lot. I don't think the dog actually actually screams. Well that's I, not what I was talking about. Yeah. Well I mean I heard a dog scream. We've all heard a dog scream. I guess in time. I mean as time goes on you would hear a dog scream. But I'm, I'm moving away from my point. I'm moving away from my point. I, I just I just want to know how you found yourself in that in, in that in that forum. Why were you posting all those all those vaccine facts? It was it was a it was it's it was a combina- it was a, it was a conversation on baby formula. It started on baby formula right, and I'm the cutting ingredients in baby this formula. Is, uh, off the rails, and you just this went is not the, a vaccine. Uh, wait, uh, I'm cutting I'm cutting and you're cut. Uh, this is Thank the you, I just I I I know we can tidy this up in post and make it look like you gave great advice, but I just feel like we need to screen can i get the green light to screen no i really want to keep this open right. to, to hear oh, okay. people's spontaneous responses but oh, i do okay. appreciate because that was really feeling like it was about to burst into screaming also can like you leave a, a com- can you write a complaint and, and stefano's I'm, uh, slip I'm it under stefano's door please i'm, I'm uh, writing a note to myself complaint to Thanks. stefano all right uh, hearing, i'm, I'm hearing my me. own voice i'm hearing my own voice echo and i think that stefano has done that that real stefano thing again i'm just turning the speaker on the studio up but facing it into the studio so we get the reverb so i hear my own voice because he knows he knows i don't like hearing my own voice you know one podcaster to another that's mm-hmm. that's the low that's pretty low make it make a note for me andrea please i i, I uh, want to take revenge on stefano much like ricardo montalban and yeah, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. i i i'm gonna be driven by a desire i won't be i from hell's heart Andrea, I stab at he. Uh, I completely understand. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines again. Let's hope that we don't oh, get uh, we don't get a vaxxer. Um, oh, great. Uh, hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Hello. I, I, uh, I, I, I got it. I got it. Look, Scott, I, by, by the way, big fan. Big fan. And, uh, and, 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 and frankly, I'm proud of you for standing up to those women. Uh, I'm also a, a fan of. Uh, I I I think they need to be put, put in their place as well. Thank you. So, Thank you very much. I I wasn't trying to put women in their place. Who who is who is calling? Uh, my name is Crystal, and Chris, I uh, I am Crystal. Turning... Crystal. Thank it. Thank you for calling. I'm listening. Well, I look. I'm turning sixty-five in two weeks, and Crystal, I'm just, I want to catch off for just one second. Will this relate in some way to Star Trek? I'll get there. I'll get, you need to be Scott. Come on, I said I'm on your but side. Are you, Please, you are okay. But are you saying that? Okay, you're not going to yell. No, at me, I'm not right? going to yell at you. No, okay, no, 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 no. Sorry, Crystal. I'm listening. Look, uh, I'll make it quick. Just as Doctor McCoy joined Kirk on his birthday, and seeing Kirk in low spirits, advised Kirk to get a new command and not grow old behind a desk. What am I to do? I'm, I'm, I'm retiring, and I don't know what to do next. Crystal, I wish every caller were like you. I'd like to point out that you answered your own question because what had happened after Dr. McCoy visited Admiral Kirk on the day of his birthday where he was depressed about his upcoming retirement. Well, of course, he joined the Starship Reliant. Um, uh, I don't no. think that is what happened. Enterprise, Enterprise, that's right, right? Crystal? Enterprise. Yep. <laughs> Crystal, I'm going to be very... stop yelling at these women about vaccines. I'm sick and tired of Andrea, this. I can't... Andrea, Andrea. Okay, I'm going to go. Look, she got past it. I, I, I could have sworn she was a fan. 
She seemed like a fan, Scott. She sounded so much like a fan until until she made the one fatal flaw of completely getting the rest of the plot of the movie wrong after that one scene. And and that scene was in the first 11 minutes of the movie, too. So, <laughs> Do you think she watched the first 11 movies just to get past me and get on the show? I think, I think maybe so. Yeah, I think maybe so. Oh, gosh, Scott. Oh, man. I, I wish you'd just stay off Facebook for just a couple of weeks. You know, I, I can't help it. I love I love getting involved in the because I just know if I just make the right point, eventually I'll set things right. I'll set things right. I get. You know, that. it reminds me of another of another of another show, Doctor Doctor Sam Beckett, mm-hmm. in uh, in the great '90s show Quantum Leap, starring Scott Bakula, who of course returns as Jeffrey Archer in Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, uh where was it going with this? Oh yeah, Quantum Leap, and um, you know he set things right. I, I feel that I'm the Dr. Samuel Beckett of Facebook in many ways, that eventually I'll set it right and I'll be able to return home to a, a life without Facebook. But Andrew, the, uh, until that happens, I'm just I'm completely addicted. I love it. Hey, Stefano here. Sorry, I tried to slip the paper under the door, but it's it's on a, it's on a, like a, they printed on cardstock. It doesn't fit. It doesn't slip underneath the door. Oh, yeah, that's thick paper you got right there. That's really, it's really thick paper. But uh, I filled, I filled mine out. So here's my official complaint. Oh, wow. Okay. Great. And I have a copy for you if you'd like to fill that out now. I'm happy to wait. <clears throat> Stefano, you yeah, were well, not wearing that green jacket before. Well, no, I was, I was, it was too hot before, but it, it seems like uh, someone opened a window and uh, there's, a, there's a breeze and it's hard to locate the window that's open. You think you just follow the breeze, but I did, and the window was closed, and then I followed another breeze, and it was a vending machine, um, and the door was open on the vending machine, and I closed it. I put my hand there, and I closed it, and I thought maybe the breeze was coming through the vending machine, but that didn't stop it, so I went, ah, I'm just going to get my coat, so I put on my coat. That's a, that's an alarming shade of green. I'd call that I, I think it brings out my eyes, and I think it highlights uh, highlights my hair, um, but also it also matches the hat. All right. You know what? You notice the the gold trimming. You know, Stefano, I I, I want to step in here for a minute, and I apologize if I'm crossing the line, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to go ahead and call it as I see it. I don't believe that you're following a breeze because it's very very toasty in the studio, and and there's no not a window to be mm-hmm. seen. So if there is a breeze coming, uh, you know, it, it's got to be a faulty air vent or something. I think that the reason why you put on that jacket is as an act of defiance from andrea and and you know what it makes me think of it makes me think of dr david marcus played by the great merit buttrick rest in peace in i'm gonna go ahead and say it star trek to the Rathacon. the way that he just shows so much so much so much defiance to admiral kirk when they should be pulling together because they're on the mm-hmm. same team and, and it's really not until the end of the movie that he comes to peace with that and he realizes his defiance was coming out of out of his anger he was feeling hurt he was feeling abandoned by the father that he never knew and and it, it was more complicated than that because really his mother didn't want kirk involved in his life and it was a mutual decision for the parents but it wasn't as simple as he was abandoned by his father and he realized that at the end of the movie when he saw his father hurt at the death of his best friend, Captain Spock. And he realized all this time he'd been defiant when he should have been, when he should have been, you know, playing on the same team. I think what I'm saying here, Stefano, is what's hurting you? I'm listening. Well, I didn't think anything is hurting me. As I said, I think that the coat really goes with oh, my eyes. Do you, do you not like St. Patrick's Day? Hmm. 
based on Star Trek 2 Wrath of Khan, I think something's hurting you. I'm pretty sure something's hurting you, Stefano. Dig deep. Dig deep. What is it? Uh, I mean... Thanks for getting on the mic, by the way. I assume you're cool with being on the show. I mean, I, just, I was standing for so long, I just had to sit, sit down. It just happened to be a microphone here, mm-hmm. so it's... um. Interesting that you keep all the microphones in the studio hot mm-hmm. and act in life. You think you'd maybe get surprise drop eyes like, from time to time. I like yeah, to I like to yeah. be on my feet. Are you recording this in like five point one, seven point one? Andrew. Uh well we're doing a we're doing a mix. We're doing it at six point one currently. Um and we'll probably go back down. Six point one. <laughs> yeah. Uh we'll, six point one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh we you know, we like to keep it you know, hot and cold at the same time and um, you know, be surprised by by what we hear. You know what I mean? Where are you hoping they keep that other speaker? Because 5.1 is left, right, back, back, uh, center, and a subwoofer. Where, where are you hoping they keep that other sixth speaker? Do you know in The Wrath of Khan, uh, where when Kirk assumes command of the Enterprise? Oh, not you, too. <laughs> you also? Well, I'm, I'm looking a, forward to this reference. A distress call from regular one, and uh, Enterprise is ambushed and crippled by Reliant. Well, when Khan offered to spare Kirk's crew if they relinquished all material related to Genesis, and Kirk installed shields for time and completely lowers Reliant's shields, enabling a counterattack, that's basically what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to uh, cover all my bases. Uh, well, hold on. You're just reading. You're just reading Scott's shirt. Well, Scott has very helpfully written most of the plot on his shirt. He he was very annoyed the first couple of weeks that I couldn't remember the details. So this was. Hold a... on. I'll turn. I'll turn around. You can see my back. Here, look. Okay, look at that hang stuff. On a huh? second. Look at that. Let me let me yeah. zoom in. Right, 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 right. And of course, uh, Kirk's stalling for time, remotely lowering the shields, enabling a counterattack. Khan is forced to retreat and enable, in fact, repairs while the Enterprise limps to regular one. Well, that's what I don't want. I don't want to enable repairs. I want to know that that the mics are ready and hot, uh, regardless of the situation. And, Can I tell you something? This shirt has saved me so much time. <laughs> restaurants and out in public when people try to hound me i'm not on i don't want to talk and i just say look at the shirt and they do and and they get what they They get it they get it sorry please go on andrea this was a really spot-on metaphor thank you so much uh i hope you understand now stefano and that um and that you deal with whatever hurts you because you know as scott said something's wrong something's wrong in the genesis something's wrong in the enterprise Okay, well, I'll, I'll just I'll go back and I'll I'll, I'll think about it. Um, but if you know, just feel free to, to, to drop that. Uh, Can I just cut in for just form? one second? Just a second. It's interesting to me <laughs> because no one knew that anything was wrong with Genesis until Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Andrea, have you been watching Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock? I started it. I started it, and and I uh, I gotta tell you, it's it it. It lacks something. Yeah, it does. It does. It lacks something. It, it does. And this is the last time we're going to have this conversation. But I would appreciate if you don't drop a Star Trek 3 Search for Spock reference in the middle of one of these conversations. Because as far as I'm concerned, it invalidates the canon of Star Trek 2. Okay. Genesis was a perfect project until Star Trek 3. So please. Okay. Well, I, I, I completely I, I completely understand, and I'm so sorry. And, of course, you know, the Federation returned to Earth following a battle with the superhuman Khan, Noonie, and Singh. Like, what is that even? Trying to destroy the Enterprise by detonating an experimental terraforming device known as the Genesis? That's 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 like, what what is it even? What's happening? Okay, I got I got to get back. No, I, no, I've Stefano, the, we want you I've, to be here for be this. Here. You have no, to. I, I've, left, I've left the door open to the leadership podcast, and I think that's really, really affecting. So I'll go. Just Just feel free to drop it. Drop the form, or you can you can put it in my mailbox at my home. Oh, you are you inviting us over? No, just to my mailbox. Okay, 
Do you want you want to do that? Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll, I'll see you folks soon. Thanks, Steph. Your your board is lighting up like fire. Oh, though, oh I better, I better uh, hang on. Yeah, I've been I've been on Facebook while you two have been having this conversation. So I just I, I just I just have you been I just, posting? I just, Scott, have you been I, posting? I, I by accident I just kicked a hornet's nest oh, by accident. Gosh. By accident. Oh. All right. Well, are you, and you're still not wanting me to screen, so I'm just going to open it up. I want it to be as spontaneous as possible. All right, here we what, go. Can I just tell you something? Uh-huh. Can, I, yeah. can I just say I find I find Stefano's leadership podcast so dull. It's really it's dull. Unlistenable. Just really, really dull. Unlistenable. He yeah. had an episode about bulk paper ordering. I heard that episode, and I listened to the whole thing. I listened to no, it. I slowed didn't. it. I slowed it down by one and a Were half. Were you just trying to so sleep, could... or was it like what was it? No, no, I was just trying to. I don't know. Trying I was to get depressed. who he is. Yeah, I guess so. I was depressed. When I get depressed, I try to guess who people are. Uh, if you guess by by listening to their podcast. Well, no, because you know, well, I will whatever it takes to to learn who. A oh, so like is. to investigate, yeah. so like the, who they. Well, are. yeah, one of the characteristics of depression is retreating so far inside yourself that you don't feel connected to the other. So I try to reach right. out and put myself in right. the place of the other. It's a little bit like well, I don't want to do this, but in Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. when when. Uh, Spock places his memories into McCoy and, and he truly reaches out uh, for the first time to McCoy there'd been nothing but pickering and he truly reaches out to him in the final moments of his life in order to initiate the uh, not the pone far not the pone far I can still hear them laughing in the studio next door what are they laughing at Stefano is not he's not funny, funny. He's, he's not, not funny. funny not funny but you know how anyway. sometimes even a, even a bad clown falls on his face I guess I've never heard that. That's that's good. <laughs> it's, a, it's an idiom that I just made up. I, I like, like it. that. Yeah, I, thanks. Yeah. I just I want to change. I want to I want to change that to um, you know sometimes even let's see sometimes even even sometimes even a brainwashed Chekhov. <laughs> no, let's change it to sometimes even a brainwashed Captain Terrell would rather kill himself than kill the crew of the enterprise and then everyone that, would laugh and laugh and laugh well years after the fact i'm yeah, sure later, decorated, yeah. well, once tragedy has become comedy for sure that's uh, true all later. it takes is time all it takes is time uh i'm gonna go ahead and open up these uh these lines and we'll see let's see let's see what people yeah they are they are lighting up like a christmas yeah. tree all right here i go hello hello this is scott you are on um all things star trek to the Rathicon. to quote um Kelsey Grimer, who's in an episode of Star Trek, The Next Generation. I'm listening. Of course, I'm not quoting, quoting Kelsey Grimer. I'm quoting his character, Fraser Crane, but I am still listening. Also, uh, quick thing, Andrea, is this a copyright infringement for me consistently doing that? Is this, are we in trouble if I do this? Uh, well, um, I'm uh, I'm currently uh, dating Rich Picard's uh, actor. Wait, 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 hold, wait, stop. Oh, sorry. Wait, hold on one second. You're dating. Wait, what? Wait, who, who you dating? Who you dating? What? Wait. Who are you dating? I call, I call him. Da- I, call, I call him Picard. I don't call you're him. You dating my... Picard's? You're dating <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart? Yes, I am. You're dating the married Sir Patrick Stewart? <laughs> yeah, I'm his mistress. What? Why is this? Wait, why? Why am I only hearing about this now? Why is this? I don't like to talk about it. Why I'm don't you want to talk I'm about the it? Other, I'm the other woman. 
this would be the perfect place to talk about it. I can't imagine a more perfect, well, I can't imagine a more perfect place would be, that would be all things Star Trek The Next Generation. This is all things Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. So, Andrea, you did right by not bringing it up. Let's yeah, keep, that's, that's fine. That's let's, let's stick on task. I can't bring it up. Let's keep on task. But you but know I'm what? Let's stop exploring this line. Let's, okay, let's stop it. All right. Let's stop it. We'll get back to the mission here. Uh, listener, I'm I'm listening. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, I'm floored. Uh, my name is Francesca. Hi. Hi. Um, uh, this is Scotty. Uh, yeah, this is Scotty. Hi. I read your Facebook posts. Uh-huh. And uh, I read them all. I called in my grandmother, who's staying with me, to read them. Yeah. And my grandmother read them. And then my grandmother- Sorry, I just want to back cat. up for a second. You brought in your grandmother, comma, who's staying with you, comma, to read them? Or you brought in your grandmother, who's staying with you, to read them? I just want to be clear on that. The latter. So your grandma's staying with you specifically to read my comments on Facebook? I told her, and she's like, I don't have a computer. I'm like, come on over. You can read them. Okay. Are you going to yell at me? Is this, is this what this is going to No, I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't planning to, to yell at you. I was, planning to, I, I was planning to. So after that, we watched the movie. Uh-huh. We watched the movie. Star Trek and II, The Wrath of Khan? Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. All right, we're um, back on course. All right, Francesca, hit me with it. What's your question? Um, I, I, maybe it's just like my lack of knowledge or something. But um, it, So after that first attack, yeah. after Khan's first attack, yeah. Uh, uh, that 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 kid uh, is it? Scotty's nephew. Yeah, Scotty's nephew. Scott, yeah. yeah, Scotty's nephew. It is like just like obliterated, yeah. right? Like totally not in good shape, yeah. right? Like when I fell off my bike last week, I was really not in good shape. Yeah. Why does why does uh, why does Scotty take him to the bridge and not not like the the doctor's office, not to sick bay? Sorry, is this a question about your life that I'm connecting to Star Trek to the Rathacon, or is this a trivia question about Star Trek to the Rathacon? It's the latter, but I'm hopefully you can you can because my... Andrea, will you cut this caller off, okay, please? I'm cutting him off, and here he goes. All right, I'm so sorry. I thought it was going to be a not what the show is about. That's completely insulting. I'm you know, sorry, if I were doing a Scott. trivia show, sorry, I would call Scott. it trivia so about Star Trek Two at the Con. This is I'm a show so I answer people's personal questions and related to Star Trek. I should have been in there faster. I'm sorry, Scott. I'm sorry. Hey, this is uh, Steph Stefano. Um, your your sounds bleeding into my podcast now. Stefano. Are, that's a very large stein of beer to have in a workplace. It's also dangerous to be drinking that while on roller skates, Stefano. <laughs> Got over here real quick. It's these roller skates are much quieter too. I just zip through the halls. I actually I don't even roller skate with them. I just I I, I take the the my hands on the side of the wall and I sort of just push forward and i'm able to glide and it makes far less noise. I thought it'd be better for how poorly constructed the soundproofing is in this building. The the beer the beer the beer I have I have a beer a day. This is actually I know what you're thinking. It's related to the al- the outfit. It's actually not. I I just do this normally around this time, and this is probably the first time I've ever come down to your your studio. You know, as Khan would. Oh say... Oh my gosh! Do you think? Do you think? Do you think the I'm hurt because I I day drink? As Khan would say, there he is. There he is. Not so wounded as we were led to believe. But I think you are wounded, Stefano. I think you're very wounded. Wow. Andrea, I, even I wouldn't have made that connection. That's a good one. I think you're wounded. Thank you. I think you're wounded, Stefano. And I think there's a reason that you're becoming more and more clownish every time we see you. And I think you don't I, like I your really podcast that you're doing. And I think there's an era of jealousy that keeps you coming by to this genius's show. You know what part of Star Trek 2 I really love? Mm-hmm. It's the scene when Khan is. It, 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 Kirk says, "Khan, you, you managed to kill everyone down here, but you haven't gotten me. You haven't gotten me, Khan." And Khan says, "I've done much worse than kill you, Kirk. Mm-hmm. I've hurt you, and I wish to go on hurting you. I will leave you as you left me, 
as you lift her. Marooned for who's laughing in the other studio? Is that I are you hearing that? Stefano. I left the door wide open again. Can you just give me a push and I'll just I'll be able to like just roll back there. If you just give me a little a little hip right. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye, Stefano. Okay, bye. bye. He's bye. toppling over <laughs> and he's crashed drink. into the room. Yeah. There he goes. Yeah, shouldn't drink a beer and roll skate. No. I find that guy's podcast so boring. Have we talked about that yet? Uh, yeah, well, oh. the, I think he's he did a spoiler as, as to his next episode, and he said it was all going to be about uh, training, the best training modules. Oh, it's so dull. Unbelievable. Unbelievably boring. Way to waste everyone's time. Now, back to what Khan was saying in that scene. Where was I? He, oh, yes. I. Where was I? He said, ah, yes, I've done far worse than kill you, Kurt. I've hurt you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on. You know this. Say it along with me. And I wish, I wish to, go to go on, on hurting you. Hurting you. I shall leave you, you as you left me. me. As you left her. Maroon for all time. time. The center of a dead planet. planet. Buried alive. Buried alive. <laughs> I love that scene so much. Like, I think we need to invite Stefano to our next podcast, Blake Hang group. Like, it's, it's, I think he's acting out and it's, it's depressing to the whole floor. Are you saying that Stefano is Dr. David Marcus to my Admiral Kirk? I am. Wow. You know, Andrea, and I don't want you to let this go to your head, but you're like a combination of Dr. Carol Marcus and Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy. Thank you. With a little bit of Savick thrown in as well. Thank you so much. All right. I, I think we should shut down the boards for today. I think you've given all the wisdom you can. Oh, there's still so much more to give. <laughs> you tell them to shut in the studio next door, please. This is in fear. You know what? Starting next week, I'm recording this from my own basement. It's completely soundproof. I should have been doing that the entire time. Ah, oh, well. This has been All Things Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. I have been Scotty. We have been solving your problems. We've done it again. And yet the adventure continues, my friend. There is still so much more Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan to explore. To quote William Shatner, quoting Leonard Nimoy, quoting Charles Dickens, it is a far, far better thing we have done here today than we have ever done before. A far, far better resting place we go to than we have ever known. We'll be seeing you in the 23rd century. This has been Made Up Talk Show, part of the Let's Hear It Network. Have a podcast or podcast idea and want to get involved? Visit letshearit.network. That's letshearit.network.